Hello and welcome to An Image is Worth a Thousand Words. My name is Rob and don't forget to check out the rest of my blog posts on my website at robhextor.com. I might be a little crazy here, but that looks like an angry octopus. Like, really mad. Hey, mate, I'm going to ask you for a hand. Well, a tentacle. Great. Thanks a lot. See you in a minute. And for me, and these controls here, where you see the buttons front and rear, to me, that looks like two eyes and then a big open mouth going, wow. This week's article is about seeing faces in inanimate objects. Now this is a pepper I've just cut in half and I put a couple of wobbly eyes on there. Oh my God, suddenly this is not just half a pepper. This is a face that is going, ah! Oh, and here is this week's question. Why do we see faces in inanimate objects? Before you start, check that you understand this vocabulary. Pause the video to make sure you understand everything. When I'm feeling irritable and at odds with the world, my mood is always lifted by walking through the woods and forests of Alaba. Each season has its own particular beauty, but it's in mid-autumn, as you can see in this week's photo, when they are at their most spectacular. With the ground covered in reddened, fallen leaves and the moist, deep green moss climbing over rocks, trunks and roots, there is a glorious combination of colours as the sun streams through the green, yellow and orange leaves. You feel that you are entering a land of legends and fairy tales, especially when outcroppings of rocks create mesmerizing shapes and labyrinths that leave the walker charmed, calmed and disorientated, with no desire to leave this mystical scene. We see figures of creatures in the trunks of the trees and expressions of faces in the rocks that rise up from the earth. But beware, take a compass and some kind of map or you might never find your way out. My wife spotted the face in the photo before I did. When I took the picture, I was concentrating on getting the framing of the rock and the tree right. But now that she has pointed it out, I cannot not see it. Have you ever wondered why we sometimes see a face in something and then can't stop ourselves from seeing that face even when we realize that we're just looking at a piece of toast. It's called pareidolia, and it is the brain trying to make sense of things by making you see images that are not actually there. Luckily for us, scientists may have come up with an explanation as to why this happens. How does it happen? The brain recognizes something as a possible face in a few milliseconds. But even when it realizes the object isn't actually a face, it still continues to analyze it. The false perception is not discarded and the brain analyzes it in the same way as a real face. 
why do we do it? Humans have learned to identify faces quickly so that they can decide if someone is a friend or a foe. When we look at them, we decide what emotions they are feeling and predict their intentions. It's most likely an evolutionary survival instinct that would have been extremely useful when we were early humans. Nowadays, as we have increasingly filled our surroundings with weird and wonderful objects, we see recognizable patterns all around us. That is why people might think that a cardboard box has two eyes and a mouth, or a car with round headlights and a large grill is smiling. What effects do these faces have on us? Recent research has found that how we read someone's expression is influenced by one we've just seen. So if we've just seen a sad expression on either a human or something we've mistaken for a face, we're more likely to think the next person we see is sad too. On the contrary, if you perceive a happy face in a tree or a power socket, you are more likely to think the next person you meet is also going to be happy. There is always the danger of jumping to the wrong conclusion about a person though. As our brain accumulates memories and patterns over the years, it might subconsciously make judgment calls about the shape and features of someone's face and therefore their personality without actually giving the conscious mind enough time to interact with and properly assess the person in front of us, leading to misunderstandings and prejudice. If we see an angry face in a tree trunk, we know better than to judge the tree as grumpy or bad-tempered. So next time we see someone who's looking antisocial and irascible, let's not let that cloud our judgment. Perhaps they are simply having a bad day and need a bit of space and a little time and a gentle smile. Let's chat about the picture and those ideas. Number one, describe the picture in as much detail as possible. What is the face in the rock thinking? Number two, do you see shapes and faces in nature? Clouds, trees, rocks, etc. And in man-made objects? Number three, have you ever got lost when walking in woods or while hiking? And as a tourist in a town or city? Number four, do you think that you sometimes jump to conclusions about people because of their appearance? Number five, do we become more grumpy and bad-tempered as we get older? Give examples of people you know. And here's a quick activity for you. Look around your home and local area for objects that have human features. Describe them. Thank you very much for watching. I hope this was useful. Have a great day, a great week, and an absolutely fabulous weekend. Bye.